Come in. Hey, man, I'm sorry I made the train Shut up! You're here! And good thing, because we've got lots of work. Katie Lazarus, the talk show featuring unforgettable guests with incredible jobs. And now, here's my boss and your host, Katie Lazarus. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Employee of the Month. I'm your host, Katie Lazarus. And in this episode, I sat down with the one and only Emmy Award-winning actor, Bradley Whitford. You may recognize him. I think he's probably best known as portraying Josh Lyman on The West Wing. So we spoke a little bit about politics and much more importantly, there is a really fun surprise at the end that I don't want to ruin by telling you. And I will just say I'm tone deaf, so I'm not going to give a hint in that direction. But once you hear our interview, you'll find out. Without further ado, please enjoy my interview with the one and only Bradley Whitford. Um, I wanted to start out actually asking about your mom because I read that she was a poet and very funny. That she had some funny poetry. She, I, I, uh, she was, she was a poet. She wrote. Um, uh, I, I, my brother's here. Mom was not the the funny one, was she? No, d- no, no. Yeah, she's not funny. Uh, Mom had a, a. She suffered from an irony deficiency. So. I, I yes, yes, yes. No, uh, she was lovely and she would laugh, but I, I, I didn't think of her as like. You know, yeah. Don Rickles funny. You know? Yeah, I got it right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You made your point right away. It was, okay, it was good. good. It was good. Um, who was Quaker? Who was Quaker? My parents yeah. became Quakers uh, before I was born. Uh, so they decided uh, to become Quakers. My mom, uh, all she wanted in her obituary was proud atheist, which, which, which I loved. Um, but she didn't like the bells and smells of any kind. She didn't like... It, it, Quakers don't have any intermediary between... Uh, Whatever that is, and um, uh, and your experience, and she liked that. And I think two major attractions were nonviolence and no guy telling her what to think. And what um, were you like? Do you feel like your political activism comes from growing up? Why are you up with asking us? me this question? I just want to know. Got it. No. That's a Montana joke. <laughs> He's just waiting to body slam me. No, Take me down. Why are you asking? No, what, uh, what were you saying? <laughs> yeah, break them. They're pretty expensive. I'm not going to break these. Oh, okay. um, uh, what were I, you saying? Does your political activism, I was curious, like where, where you feel like, I assume that came pretty early uh, on. I, it was certainly part of being raised as a, as a Quaker. My brother, who is here tonight, uh, uh, politics were vivid in our home. Uh, I'm very proud of him. He was uh, a conscientious objector, uh, which was a very uh, brave uh, thing to do uh, uh, in the Vietnam War. And so... I guess there was a sense of the consequences of politics being very present. And 
you started theater really, really young. Um, I, we have a couple of photos from a play early. I think these may be, I mean, these may have been recent. It's like my, a, a creepy r- rapist or um, something. You can thank your publicist. <laughs> but it does have that kind yeah, that, of fear. This, get is, you my, a white this band. is my sixth grade play. We've yeah. got to get you a white van. That's uh, Teddy, uh, Teddy Roosevelt, arsenic and old oh lace. So cute. <laughs> Uh, How old were you in that? That was seventh grade. I did an anti-smoking skit in sixth grade with my dog, but this was the first. Didn't you smoke in that sketch too? No, 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 I did, I, I, no, not then. Although it was, I, I was, I was just telling somebody how weird. I, I, I played tennis in high school, and our coach, between singles and doubles, we he'd give us cigarettes. <laughs> Just, thank used, God that doesn't happen anymore. Ours used to tell us about his girlfriends. That's so interesting. Yeah. yeah he would yeah. always tell us about, like, he had a big date that night. Like, right, he had yeah, a really yeah. big date. It's not appropriate. We had so many um, teachers who had relationships with students, and I was never picked. <laughs> okay, so this is a different play. That, that's, I'm striking another pose. I like the wallpaper, the fleur de lis there. Uh, yeah, it is very tasteful. Yeah. This is Wisconsin, right? No, this, that, uh, that was actually Pennsylvania. Born okay. in Wisconsin, went to Pennsylvania. Okay. Uh, then back to Wisconsin. Got it. And that, the hat is like out of um, Curious George. Yeah, like yeah. Like the man a, with the yellow it's a, hat. It's a pith helmet. It's a, it's a brave uh, prop slash costume choice. Yeah, you committed. Yeah. I like it. I do like you putting your hand in the... Yeah. This is Teddy, not Theodore. Yeah, I'm just kidding. Yeah, 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 exactly. yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, these are terrific. So you, you started acting. You, was your bro- was, is this the same brother who's closest to you in age? Because you have a... No, okay. no. I have, I have a weird family. My, I, I was just telling somebody this. My parents had three kids. What is it? Ten, nine-year decade break. My brother... Wow. The mistake... And I'm the mistake's friend. I'm like the playmate. Did you feel like they rekindled? Like, did you feel it in the relationship where they... Did I feel like my parents had a sexual spark? Yeah. <laughs> I, because, I'll, I'll be totally honest. Uh, um, I actually felt like, I felt like they kind of did. And, which was weird for, like, older parents. My mom, who was this very sort of insistent, not totally irony deficient, um, uh, assertive, uh, you know, feminist woman, but she would, like, my dad would come home and she'd like go take a bath, put on nylons, and nice. uh, you know, yeah. And then they'd, you know, take a run at each other occasionally. <laughs> and is that what inspired you to move across the country to Wesleyan? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, it, it began to be uncomfortable. <laughs> it was awkward. Um, I do like that. I mean, here you were doing plays all the way through school. Yeah, I, it, like and in Wisconsin, it, 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 did you just mock the way I talked? No. Oh. Um, in uh, Wisconsin, it, uh, and then it never occurred to me to even think or say out loud that, oh, gee, I want to be an actor. It's not like you live in New York or L.A. you know someone who does it. Uh, And it would be embarrassing and vain to say, yeah, yeah, I'm going to be an actor. (laughs) (laughs) 
special. I'm gonna be an actor. Um, but I always loved uh, uh, doing plays. Um, and what was one of your favorite ones growing up? In addition to the cigarette ad and... and... Uh, you mean... Um... Like Annie Oakley, was that a good one? Uh, Annie Get Your Gun was fun. Annie Get Your Gun was good? Yeah. I've completely... I assume you weren't Annie. No, no. And that's, a, I think, then a fake mustache, probably. What, what I love about this is that um, you are so flexible. So you were always that way? Like, that's amazing. That's it's a lot that, of height. It's not that flexible. That's, that's altitude, but not flexibility. It's like, he's strong, like, Katie, not flexible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but you can also put your legs over your head. I've seen it. I, yes. <laughs> It's true. That's true. Like. Uh, uh, whoa. Uh, whoa. Uh, whoa. Whoa. Not so early. Easy. Not so early. The night is young. Tough on the pants. Yeah. 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 Um, but but I I was very impressed that someone who was already clearly loving acting decided to go to a, a liberal arts school that is certainly in no way, shape, or form known at that time. Um, as an acting school. I mean, this was the 1800s, so it was like a yeah, time yeah, they didn't have yeah, a big yeah, it was, it was, it was, acting it was, program. It was, it, was, it was the 30s. Well, I didn't, I, you know, I didn't go because... This is classy, by the way. The Thank fries. you. I was trying to eat the fries, and then the song was over. And the song was over. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, I wanted to go to a, like a liberal arts school, but uh, Wesleyan was great uh, because there was this, I, and I think it exists to this day, this sort of odd, um, uh, nobody cared about the department's productions, but there was a lot of people generating stuff and doing stuff on their own. Absolutely. There are, are, Is it weird? Did it get There weird? are a lot of Wesleyan grads in the audience. That's a lot of enthusiasm for a Wesleyan grad. So that was probably like 700 people. That was like the combined excitement that comes out. By the way, when I was like, like, like the fight song, you knew the yeah, fight song? Yeah, I, I don't know it. People, like I went back I there recently and like people walk around singing the fight song. Like we, we had a love it. song, baby. We didn't have a fight yeah, song. Yeah, yeah. I led Take Back the Night, you know, like we had like very like socially conscious. Now it's, yeah, yeah. now it's, um, your kids are there now. No, they're not. Okay. Oh, I didn't know why you were so active in the alumni stuff. That's nice. You were doing it for thoughtful reasons. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's very cool. Is it weird? It feels like it got weird. Did it get weird? No. No. I think everyone's just listening very intently. Confirmed. I think people are really listening. Staten Island's listening. Staten Island is tuned in. That's a great movie, too. <laughs> really um, but you, so at Wesleyan, you did do theater? Yes, I did a lot. Um, was there anyone there that you worked with that you were excited to work with? And uh, I, got to, uh, uh, I got to, pl I was Billy Bibbit in One Floor of a Cuckoo's Nest. Oh, wow. Um, uh, yeah, that was, uh, that was fun. I love that. And then, so you chose to go to Juilliard, I assume, just to make sure that you had a safety net of some kind. <laughs> I, no, I, like, still at the end of school, I, I, I would not say out loud I wanted to be an actor, but I applied there and I got in. Uh, and then I went there. It's an extraordinarily difficult school 
to get into. Yeah, but that's weird. Uh, that's... I, 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 they don't know what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> I mean... I know people on both sides of the fence, right? That's those who, who got in and it changed their life, those who got in and it, they feel still to this day it destroyed their life. Yeah, especially then, it was a very, uh, very weird, weird place. I was really glad I had gone to college first. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's weird in that building because you're with, uh, yeah, and just the check would be. Um, um, like at Juilliard, you have people like this. You have, you have musicians, dancers, and there's this like mountain of technique that you have to master before we can even, excuse me, before we can even begin to talk about whether or not you have talent, right? Yeah. Uh, on the other hand, you know, I've seen dogs be good in movies. But those movies were edited. Those movies were edited. Those movies were edited. But okay, even then. Okay, so what about acting technique? Let's talk about like, like the yeah. technique. I would imagine you get in your head a lot having all of these techniques. Like it would make, I feel like it's hard I don't to know any actor who's any good who is dogmatic about technique uh, at, at all. And I think that schools of acting. Daniel Day-Lewis. He's not a school. He's an actual person. Yeah, but he seems pretty dogmatic about his acting. No, I, I don't think he's... I don't he's probably dog, he's dogmatic. I assume he's dogmatic about cobbling also. Because he, he's a cobbler also on the side. He makes a fucking shoe, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like Daniel Day-Lewis, when he was doing My Left Foot, he do, never broke character yeah. even during lunch. Which is an intense level of... <laughs> I mean, if you're eating with your feet at lunch, you're really into it, you know? But I, I interrupted. You were saying that, like, when... If you're dogmatic, it... it... I just think... I, 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 like, schools of acting, they're like fundamentalist Christian sects. They're like, oh, you know, like, big scary world that I can't conceive, so it's like this. Yeah. And it's not... And it's not... True. It's more like, you know, there aren't schools of teaching writing. You know who pisses me off? David Mamet pisses me off. <laughs> A, because he's got the, was well, politically just makes me crazy. Because he, he's right wing. He's, yes. Uh, <laughs> but even worse than that, He's got this, like, fucking dogmatic acting school. And he's not an actor. No. It's, yeah. It would be like me having, you know, a dogmatic playwriting school. Yeah. It's insane. So, fuck you, dude. I'm glad we... I'm glad we... <laughs> glad we cleared the air on that one. You're not the first woman to say that about David Mamet. Um... Yeah, what's that? Uh, there's a joke, like a homeless guy says uh, um, to a, a guy passing, a rich guy passing by, uh, can, do you know this? You know, uh, can you give me a quarter? And the guy goes, neither a borrower nor a lender be. And the, guy, and the homeless guy goes, fuck your mother, David Mamet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, yeah, yeah. they got it, they knew, up. they were with you. <laughs> you want to do it again? Yeah, I have a strong <laughs> hatred of David Mamet, it's weird. Yeah. Um, 
I think well, this is a perfect Unless pivot. Unless you would want to cast me, you know. So what is that like, you know, working for people who you don't well, it's love? The, it's, it's the Woody Allen quandary. Yeah, you know, it's okay, like, that's great. Let's go there. That's terrific. Because I grew up on him. I know I'm like one of millions of people who feel this way, but like as a comedian, like him and Bill Cosby were the greatest people to me as a kid. I have every word memorized. And then you grow up and you're like, oh. I mean, I wasn't picked in high school, but that's a different kind of thing. Like, this is a different issue. How do you, uh, like, what do you, uh, morally, do you work with someone who you find is morally bankrupt? Like, yeah. where do you draw the line? Yeah, well, like, how... Is there uh, a Gibson line, a Mel Gibson line, maybe? <laughs> Is there for you? I, I'm not offered anything, so it's easy for me to make these des decisions, but you are. Um, until he asks me, I will not work for him. Okay, okay, fine. And um, chemistry-wise, so chemistry-wise, like when you're doing a scene with someone and there is no chemistry or you don't like them. I always think, like, I hate the word chemistry because I feel like chemistry... What's better? Sensuality, if you guys aren't feeling it. If you're not like your parent, you well, can't Well, what's, what's the scene about? Am I like ordering coffee or... <laughs> Have you talk? ever had to act with someone where you didn't feel like there was a connection of some kind that you were excited to be with that person? you wanted... Have you ever had to act with someone where you actually just wanted to like either push them, you know, into oncoming traffic or yourself? I'm doing it right now. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Ladies and germs will be here all week. No, no, no. Um, I, I, like, they have these things, like, you know, chemistry tests, you know, in Hollywood. Like, they do? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, 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 okay. Got it. I, I thought you meant actual chemistry tests. I was no, no, so no. impressed. Well, they're good, but can they do an isotope? No. That never comes up. Um, uh, no, but they have, like, chemistry tests where... I've never had to do this because I'm, I'm always the guy in the movie, you don't want to get laid. That is not true. You were... Uh, but I, I, West Wing was different. But in the, in the movies, I'm like, don't fuck him. Yeah, but that's because you were... Well, in, in Adventures and Babysitting, you were not nice. And the same with Revenge of the Nerds, too. You were not a Nerds nice... in Paradise. Finish the title. By the way, just tonight, my brother and I we went to, we went to this we went to the Starbucks and uh, the, this guy looks at me. Riveting so far. Oh, uh, it's great. <laughs> I'll take an intermission, and now I'm back. Uh, and the guy goes, uh, Billy Madison. You're you're Billy Madison, right? Uh, and I and, and I and I said, yeah. And uh, he said, yeah, I'm really good with faces. And I said, oh. Well. <laughs> Thank you. And, and then he's like, cool, man, cool, man. Are you still acting? Um, so that was like 20 minutes ago. All right. We, we will segue because actually you're in so many things that I had to pick and choose what I was going to show. Um, I think I would love to... It's a long clip from Transparency. I, I don't... I'm going to have to cut you off after the, the phone call. Um, but it's, it's um, worth showing because... I think coming from doing the West... Does that, has anyone seen the West Wing? Okay, cool. um, you know, I think from playing these more macho men and obviously Revenge of the Nerds too, what was the full title? Nerds awful, in Paradise. Awful, awful, awful. Okay, Nerds in Paradise. Um, Arguably better than the original. Yes, it's like Godfather too. <laughs> 
Um, I, I think they'll see that you obviously have a type, and um, clearly Jill Soloway was making sure that you that stuck with ex- that character. That. Um, so we'll, sh- we'll show some from Transparent, which is on Amazon. <laughs> Dimes, you want to go first, baby? Me? Yeah. Okay. Hey. Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's good. You know, it's 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 a lot of work, but. Uh, already targeted a couple of clients, so, you know, I think it'll be worth it. Kevin there? Hey, man. How you doing? Yeah, oh, that's awesome. Yeah, what? What? Let me guess, the coach, coach didn't say a word, right? Yeah, that's, that's, because he's a douchebag. Don't tell your mother I said that. Look, you know what, buddy, you just, you, you gotta man up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you just can't take that crap. Yeah, okay, buddy. Love you, man. Bye. What um, inspired you to take on the role? <laughs> um... Uh, I, I, it was an interesting, like, uh, uh, work thing. Uh, I, I, I got asked to do... I was sort of proud of the fact that I was the only actor I knew who had never done any Law & Order thing. And then... Um, it was just... It, you know, made me stick out. Um, there's nothing smug about that comment. There's nothing smug. No, no, no. Law um, & Order is no Revenge of the Nerds. Uh, no, it is <laughs> But, um, and I didn't want to leave town, but uh, I got asked to do an SVU, and Jeffrey was in it, and Jeffrey's just always been one of my favorite actors, amazing combination of complexity, scary, funny, heartbreaking, Um, and I I, I was like, oh, my stuff is with him, yeah, I'll do it, and we're shooting one day, and he goes, they're doing this streaming thing I did, which I don't even understand, but apparently they picked it up. Uh, this was right at the beginning of that, and I think he mentioned to Jill, uh, would I be willing to do that? And it was, it was fun. It's a very interesting character because, uh, you know, he's a homophobic cross-dresser, and, and there's a real, the, it's a long story I won't tell, but doing the research for this was really amazing. What did you do for, for Well, I, I, you know, I, I, I got in touch uh, with a group, uh, Crossdressers International, uh, CDI, and uh, I, I was, I was like, going to do the full Sean Penn, man. You know, I'm going to go. I'm going to do this thing. And bring, like, your photographer when you go to New Orleans. <laughs> wow. Sorry, I just feel like there was a flood. Let's focus on what's going on in Katrina. Jesus. Sorry, I'm sorry. I know he has a huge sense of humor and he'll be able to understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just <laughs> um, 
So you can just go to these meetings, uh, but I realized it felt like they're private. And I didn't, want, so I said, I got in touch with them again. I said, look, I'm doing this thing. It's not a condescending thing about this. It's not a simplistic thing about it. And I would just love to be able to come. So I went to this very, uh, it's like I was really nervous. And I've done weird things doing research. Like I've been in operating rooms and like been at the White House and done all this shit. And I'm outside this like sketchy apartment. Like I was really, really scared. Um, and, the, and they let me in. Um, and it was truly one of the most moving, interesting um, experiences I've ever had as an actor. Um, bec partially because I saw this, it just it, and they just get together once a week uh, to do this wide range of human beings, Marines, businessmen. Uh, some people are very put together and it's very porny. Um, and other people just have like a fucking schmada on and they're like, you know. um, and no, nobody's getting drunk, nobody's trying to have sex, and they go out and they get pita, and then... They go out and get pita? Yeah, they got like, uh, you know, pita bread stuff. Nothing on it? Just pita? No, no, they, and the stuff that goes with Falafel pita. Yeah, and yeah, hummus? Falafel. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not like they're fucked up. I mean, they're just... Um, anyway, it was very interesting, and, and it gave... And, uh, I saw a wide range of experience. Usually research makes you kind of like get scared and like, oh shit, I gotta get this right in a very specific way. And being able to be with them in this very moving experience was kind of like, oh wow. Especially for this character. Um, I, it, I felt like it gave me license. It was, it, it was, it was an interesting experience. But, but Cross-dressers have a history of homophobia that flared up in the 90s when, when AIDS had come back. But it, like in the 30s, people thought the worst thing to be was gay. Like, oh, you just cross-dress. You know, this is a thing. Don't call me. Don't call me. So they would be uh, really harsh and, and it reared up again with paranoia about AIDS, which was it was, it was interesting. Yeah, I love the show and she shows Weimar Germany which obviously led to um, such a sad and tragic circumstance and I... It, Amy Landecker who plays Sarah is here. Is in the show. Maybe we'll have her come on at the very very end to show her face. Um, but it is, it is a... Um, frustrating show because it's so good and showing all the complexities of it and I just, um, I find it um, I really love it except that it's hard to see a self-involved Jewish family and not wonder um, if it was actually written about mine um, but no, it, it's a really, really, really beautiful show and at the same time that you were doing this you got to um, shoot a um, small indie film um, and I yeah. don't know if you've done a bunch of horror films, but I don't see horror films, but I did see this one, and I um, screamed so loudly in the theater that everyone burst out laughing. <laughs> um, but it is a, it's um, become a, I, I was about to say cult classic, except that it has billions of fans, so I don't know what, what to call that. Yeah, I, I mean, that was an amazing experience. Um, uh, obviously, we have, I, I, there was no bigger Key and Peele fan. On, like, I watched those sketches, like, 
people watch the Zapruder film. I'm like, I, 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 I go over and over, and my son and I bonded over it. I, 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 so I w- would say to uh, my manager, who is, who's also here tonight, I, I would say, just like I'll do a, a background pass <laughs> in any sketch. Uh, and it never happened. And I knew... Uh, because I love them both as as performers, and when I heard there was this Jordan Peele movie, uh, I didn't have to read it. I was like, yes, yes, you know, I'll do yard work, you know, for for them. Um, and then I read it, and it was one of these like forehead knockers of Jesus. Yeah, why hasn't somebody done this? It was so. It was so. I watched the um, I Am Not Your Negro, the James Baldwin documentary, which I also highly recommend, and then saw this, and I just felt like it was such a phenomenal pairing of looking at racism in our culture, in pop culture, and in our families, and even um, with well-intentioned people to see how how much it um, comes out. Um, I was up for I'm Not Your Negro, but, but, you know, they went in. It was close, though. It was was close. close. It went to Sean Penn. Um, I would love to show a a, um, clip from Get Out, if that's okay. Sure. What if you're like, no. That picture is so creepy. I know what you're thinking. What? Come on, I get it. White family, black servants, it's a total cliche. I wasn't going to take you there. Well, you didn't have to, believe me. (laughs) No, uh, we hired Georgina and Walter to help care for my parents. When they died, I just, I, I, I couldn't bear to let him go. I mean, boy, I hate the way it looks. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, by the way, I, I would have voted for Obama for a third term if I could. Best president of my lifetime. That's all. I agree. Yeah. No acting. <laughs> yeah, you were playing yourself. I, I, I well, it's, like it's funny because I, I get, like I get that that's like really funny, kind of, uh, you know, unintentionally, you know, condescending, awkward thing to say in the movie. But I say it to people like all the fucking time. <laughs> um, I feel like West Wing, and you can tell me if this is incorrect, but it felt like West Wing gave you this gravitas that you were able to take the political issues you cared about and meet with, you know, folks for the first time that you normally wouldn't be meeting with? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was was a weird thing on many levels. It was, like, uh, the best acting experience you could have, and then it was, like, weird, like, you're meeting, like, presidents and stuff like that, which was uh, astonishing and weird. Any any one in particular that stuck out? I can tell a little Bill Bill Clinton story. (laughs) You have to look here. You can't look at my eyes. You have to look down. Okay, tell the story. Your eyes are gorgeous. Um, no, uh, we had this weird dinner after, it was after the election, before 9-11. I'll tell this really quickly. And um, Clinton, who, like, you know, just has to meet everybody, you know, loves to, like, hang out. Like, the first time we met him, it was the State of the Union, and he's just, like, you know, brings down Buddy the dog, and he's, you know, it's it's good work you guys are doing. (laughs) 
<laughs> um, and we're like, how's the speech? And he's like, well, we're not done yet. And you're like, well, why the fuck are you talking to actors? <laughs> um, but he's obviously a, a social animal. <laughs> as a rhino in heat is a social <laughs> animal. Uh, so after uh, uh, he's out, it was before 9-11, he's flying back, we're shooting there, uh, and we get a call from Joe Lockhart, who was his press guy, who's like, uh, it, he's like, Clint wants to have dinner with, it, with you guys. So he's flying back, and he, wanted, he heard you're in town. Like, I hate it when somebody knocks on the door, and he's like looking for people to like hang out with. Yeah. Um, and we go to this restaurant, and it's like Martin, Janelle is there, and his staff, and uh, he's just gotten off a plane, and he comes in, he sits between Janelle and me, uh, and he's like, uh, you want to split a calamari? <laughs> yes, sir, yes, I do. Um, and his staff is, his staff, they're, they're like, you sit next to him, because he's just gonna fucking talk. I mean, like, <laughs> They, they will, you know, but we're like fascinated. And he's, and, and he sits down and he goes, you know, if we could just take, you know, 1% of this ridiculous tax cut and put it into a fund, you know, and he's just like off, and, you know, for hours. And we, and we're fascinated. After like two hours, Joe Lockhart's like, he's not even warmed up yet. You know? like, <laughs> but, but we're fascinated. It's amazing, President of the United States. I, I, everybody's left the restaurant. I go out to the, to the car, and now it's just, it's a beige suburban. He's not in the big thing anymore. There's one Secret Service guy with him. He's getting his picture taken with a guy in the restaurant. I'm talking to the Secret Service guy because I met him when we were shooting at the White House, so we're talking, and then Bill Clinton, Bill Clinton comes out of the restaurant, and, and he comes loping up the steps, and he's like, hey, man, that was good. You keep doing it. You keep doing it. And two restaurants over... The restaurant next to us is closed. Two restaurants over, there's a scream. There's like, and these two Secret Service guys, pull, like I'm shaking his hand, and two Secret Service guys pull their fucking guns, and and one stands in front of us, and the other one runs toward where some, somebody's screaming, and I'm holding his hand, and and you and the guy screams again, it's like, and and. Clinton's got his hearing aid, and I'm like <laughs> holding his hand behind this Secret Service guy, and he goes, what do you say? <laughs> um, and, and, I, and I'm like, I, you know, I, I don't know, sir. I, I don't know, sir. And then the guy, the Secret Service guy there is just standing, you know, like blocking. It's just a screamer. But I'm still behind the guy with the gun. And, the, and clear as a bell, the guy goes, Monica! <laughs> And I'm holding his hand, looking into his eyes, and he goes, "Do you hear that?" <laughs> and and I and I <laughs> and I go, "Sir, I think he said Attica." <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I bet he did." Um. Well, I have a zillion other questions, so I am going to have to ask you back to do some more questions, but I feel like because you've mainly done um, theater and haven't had a chance um, to do this any musicals... I've never done this, and I heard the other two were doing it, and you said to do something scary. I, I will never use the word scary. Something challenging. <laughs> I 
I went to Wesleyan also. Um, I think you said, don't be a pussy. <laughs> um, with, with, um, I think that'll be a great entrance. So um, here, let's give a warm... I'm gonna, I've never done this. Let's get a warm round of applause before we get another oh um, Clinton gosh. story. No, just kidding. Um, I want a warm round of applause um, for uh, the one and only um, Bradley Whitford making his musical debut at Joe's Pub. This is a... Uh, I thought I'd uh, do a country song for hoping that we get a good result with Quist. So here goes. It's going well. <laughs> We've been dating since high school. We never once left this town. We used to go out on weekends. And we drink till we drown. But now she's acting funny. And I don't understand. I think that she's found her some other man. She left me for Jesus. And that just ain't fair. She says that it's perfect. How could I compare? She says I should find him And I'll know peace at last If I ever find Jesus I'm kicking his ass They show me a picture all I could do was stare at that freak in his sandals with his long, purty hair. They must think that I'm stupid and I haven't a clue. I bet he's a commie. Or even worse yet, a Jew. She left me for Jesus. And that just ain't fair. She says that he's perfect. How could I compare? She says I should Up whiskey 
wine She prays for his trouble Yeah, I guess she She forgot about mine I'm gonna get even I can't handle the shame Last time we made love even called out his name <laughs> She left me for Jesus And that just ain't fair She says he's perfect How could I compare <laughs> She says I should I'm kicking his ass. Well, it could have been Carlos or even Bobby Ortiz. But if I ever find Jesus, he's gonna wish he was dead. Oh, man. That's it for this episode of Employee of the Month. I want to thank Rob Schulte. I want to thank Nora and ACAS. And I want to thank all of you for listening. If you enjoyed Employee of the Month, please go to iTunes and leave a very nice review. It means a great deal. Um, and hopefully we'll be bringing you more live shows in the future. We just finished a three-year run at Joe's Pub at the Public Theater. That was the season finale. And as you know, uh, followers and devotees, we've also been at Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in New York and L.A. and the Bell House in Brooklyn as well. So stay tuned. If you want to find out more, go to Employee of the Month show and get on the mailing list because we may be coming to a city near you. Just putting it out there. All right. Take care. Thanks. And I'll talk to you next week. 